Hello and welcome to Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal for women over 40 why you're not losing weight. And in this episode, we're going to talk all about lifestyle factors. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So we speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who are looking to drop a dress size or two but are struggling to see any movement with their weight. They are trying all the plans and all the programs which work for them in their 20s and 30s but then stepping on the scales at the end of the week and seeing zero movement. And this can be really frustrating. It can leave people feeling completely trapped, dreading going on beach holidays, no longer enjoying shopping for clothes, worrying that they'll never be able to lose the excess weight or that this is just a part of the aging process they'll have to accept. And that's never a nice place to be. And one of the main reasons that this happens is down to the physical and hormonal changes that women go through as they get older, which can make it easier to gain weight around the middle and more difficult to lose it again with normal dieting. The good news, though, is there is a quick and easy way to escape from this situation. And it usually comes down to a few simple mistakes that people make, which stop them from getting the results they want. So over the next few episodes, we are going to go through the most common reasons that women over 40 struggle to see movement on scales and tell you our most effective strategies to get the scales moving, drop those couple of dress sizes, and in the next few months, feel amazing in all your favorite clothes. Awesome. So... As I said earlier, we're going to talk about lifestyle today. So this is one of the main re- like reasons that women over 40 kind of struggle to see movement on the scales, even if you get everything else right with things like nutrition and exercise. If your lifestyle just doesn't align with your weight loss goals, it's going to continually disrupt all those other things. It's going to make it almost impossible to stick to those nutrition changes that you know you need to make and those exercise commitments you know you need to make to see good results and you won't be able to see any movement on the scale so we don't want that for you so we're going to break it down into kind of three key points and these are the three biggest problems we see that kind of derail women's progress over 40 specifically so we've got lack of sleep we've got caffeine and we've also got overworking and these are three big problems we see with the type of women we usually work with so let's start with lack of sleep because this one is kind of underpins all the other ones really so Lack of sleep can have a really big impact on your fat stores. And it's it can be a lot bigger than people realize. Like a short night's sleep can actually disrupt your hormones significantly. And these are specifically two, the leptin, leptin and ghrelin, which do the hunger hormones, and then also cortisol, which is the stress hormone. Now we've talked about cortisol a lot. So we're going to focus a bit more on leptin and ghrelin today. So ghrelin is the hormone responsible for regulating appetite. And then leptin regulates our feeling of fullness. So it's kind of they're like a push and pull. One of them tells us when we're hungry and one of them tells us when we're full and they should work in, stink, uh, in sync. So one will tell us to eat, one will tell us to stop. So after a poor night's sleep, the issue is ghrelin levels increase, which means you're going to want to eat more and leptin levels decrease, which means even when you're full, it's not going to, your, your body's not going to signal to you that you're full. You're not going to feel full. So you're going to want to eat more. So you get those kind of munchies after a late night. You may have experienced that like after a hangover or after drinking too much or just after a really poor night's sleep. And in the book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, he reveals a really fascinating study that kind of backs this up. There's many actually in there, but this one really stood out to me. And this is one where they studied two groups of people, one sleeping for eight hours a night and one group sleeping for five hours a night. And everything else was kept constant. 
And these people were presented with a buffet and told to eat until they were full. Now, the group sleeping five hours a night ended up eating 300 calories more in one sitting than the group sleeping eight hours a night on average. And 300 calories a day, and that's just one sitting. But let's just imagine you just ate 300 calories a day more because of lack of sleep. That's enough to gain over two stone in a year for our average client just from a lack of sleep. So not only does lack of sleep disrupt cortisol levels, which we talked about a lot before, which triggers the weight gain triangle, which is also linked to leptin. So you look insulin resistance, leptin resistance and thyroid deregulation, which basically makes it much harder to lose weight and easier to gain it, especially from around the middle. But lack of sleep also increases cravings and, make you, and makes you eat more directly. So what we do inside our program is to help clients improve their sleep through a number of different things, from optimizing their hormones, optimizing their sleep environment, optimizing their nutrition, and also other things like caffeine and work-life balance. And this means their cravings are massively reduced and our clients typically lose one to two stone or one to two dress sizes every 12 weeks, which brings us on nicely to the next point, which is all about caffeine. Yeah, so I mean, if you're, sleep- if you're not getting your sleep absolutely right, you may find yourself feeling a little bit tired, a little bit sluggish at times. And caffeine can be an excellent way to, to wake up. But what impact does that actually have on your fat stores, on, on the results you're trying to get with your body? So the way caffeine works is it blocks adrenosine receptors in your brain. So these receptors contribute to the feeling of tiredness. So an extra coffee, it doesn't really give you any more energy. It just kind of blocks the things that are telling your body that you're tired. So it reduces how tired that you feel um, and makes you feel more awake. And that's kind of the main reason that we might reach for a coffee in the morning. However, caffeine has a half-life of six hours. So essentially that means every six hours, the amount of caffeine in your system will halve. So six hours after you drink a first cup of coffee, you're still feeling 50% of those effects after six hours of, of, you know, six hours after you actually consumed it. And that means that let's say you have a coffee at 4 p.m. or you have a can of Diet Coke, anything that contains caffeine, six hours later, so at 10 p.m., you're still going to have half the caffeine from that coffee or that can of Diet Coke in your system, which could then impact your sleep more than you might realize. So if you ever find yourself, you know, you find yourself lying in bed awake, struggling to get to sleep, you find yourself waking up in the middle of the night, struggling to sleep through the night, it could be the residual caffeine from the rest of the day, just blocking you from going to sleep. And that's if you only have one cup of coffee. So let's say you wake up, you have a cup of coffee at the start of the day, six hours later, you've still got 50% of the caffeine from that. Let's say you have another one at lunchtime, you've still, these, these kind of amounts of caffeine are kind of building up and adding up in your system so that by the time you go to bed you've still got a decent amount of coffee and a decent amount of caffeine in your system which could really stop you from getting a good night of sleep and on top of this caffeine also spikes your body's internal stress levels so i know rob you talked about before how important it is to manage your cortisol levels and avoid that weight gain triangle caffeine will spike those cortisol levels it spikes your stress levels and when you're in that state of elevated cortisol, your body is much less likely to burn fat and it's much more likely to store fat around the middle area. But to see amazing results, you don't have to give up coffee entirely, especially if you enjoy it, especially if it's kind of a nice nice treat for you. So one day, one way that I kind of um, would recommend instead is to just switch for decaf. So you could, you'll still be able to enjoy that coffee. You're still able to have, have that drink, have that little sort of, thing to get you through the day but it just doesn't come with any of the negatives that come with coffee um 
so yeah so as soon as you get from midday and beyond i would definitely switch to decaf you're gonna have that coffee have it first thing in the morning but then don't have any more later in the day definitely and i've made this switch i think you've made the switch as well i only drink decaf now it is important i think to get a good quality one so i get one from kalana coffee and bath we have no association up with them other than ben and i used to live in bath and it's a really nice award-winning coffee shop when the barista runs it max i think is a, a, a you know a, an internationally renowned coffee maker whatever you call them barista <laughs> and um, i found that coffee i can we, we did a taste test between that and like a morrison's the fanciest morrison's one and i could immediately tell the difference like i did a blind taste test lucy was like i don't believe it tastes better and i was like i'll do a blind taste test i'll try it uh, I'll see which if I can tell which one's which. And I was like, yeah, that's the that's the good one. So it does make a difference in my experience getting a nice one. It's not that expensive. Um, and then I don't, I still feel like it's a treat when I have my coffee every day, but it's not ruining my sleep. And for women over 40, this is much more significant because even if you're not experiencing menopause or perimenopause side effects like hot flushes and things like that, which caffeine will make a lot worse, um, the, the weight gain triangle we talked about earlier really comes into play because of the increased stress response so increased sensitivity stress which releases more cortisol and for longer and then triggers that weight gain triangle which is not really an issue when you're 20 25 you can power through you can have all that caffeine you can get away with lack of sleep you can get away with that stuff when you're younger but you really can't as you get older if you want to lose weight effectively so the last point and this again is kind of tied into the previous ones is all about overworking so a lot of people feel like they can get ahead and i completely get it like Ben and I have only got busier as, as, as Trinity's grown by like working later into the night. So many of our clients work in busy, high pressure jobs. Their email inbox is constantly filling up. They're in back to back meetings all day. They barely have any time. And what can end up happening is maybe they have dinner with the family or if the family's grown up, they, they grab dinner and they go back to the community and they start working late into the night to try and catch up. However, this can create a very vicious cycle. It can have a significant impact on weight loss as it will really disrupt sleep quality because I don't know about you, but I tend to find if I've worked late to 10, 11 p.m., I'm buzzing. I'm not ready to sleep. The blue light from the screen has kept me up and it's messed up my melatonin release, which is the hormone that helps you get off to sleep. So what will happen is you just won't be able to sleep well after that at all. You won't get to bed till God, midnight and it'll be terrible quality sleep. And that will send, first of all, those hunger hormones all over the place and your cortisol levels through the roof. So it can lead to this kind of vicious cycle cutting sleep short to try and finish work um and try and get things done but in my experience they always just give you more work if you're if you're doing that so you'll just end up filling all your hours anyway but then you end up exhausted because you're not sleeping well so then you end up having to work longer as you're less productive and you rely on kind of caffeine to get through the day which then disrupts sleep even more as ben explained which then reduces levels even further so then you need even more caffeine which disrupts sleep even more and that sends sleep your cravings through the roof so what ends up happening is people are just unable to not overeat even if you know you shouldn't be eating too much and you're trying to not eat too much you'll get to the end of the day and you'll end up having a splurge and all of the takeaway you'll have the back of crisps on sofa because your cravings are completely shot you'll eat the whole pack of biscuits so really what you need to do is just have a hard reset at this point on on everything which is what we do with our members but at least with sleep because if you can just cut off and say right i'm going to stop working after 6 p.m or 7 p.m whatever it is i get that you're busy but this is the only way it's going to work and then i'm going to start getting to bed at a normal time do what you can to improve it and again we help lots of our clients to do this whether it's advising them to, to seek out help with hrt the magnesium supplement which can make a massive difference to sleep as well there's lots of different things you can do 
But basically getting that seven to eight hours sleep that 99% of adults need, there's only 1% who have a, um, a genetic abnormality that means they, they can get away with less sleep. They've studied this. <clears throat> and combine that with the right food and exercise approach and the energy will come back so that you can get way more work done in way less time. So you'll be way more effective and you're resting properly so that you don't end up ruining your, your, your hormones and therefore craving loads and not being able to shift the weight. So really, you've got to work on all of this stuff together. And that's what we do with members inside our Fit Over 40 program. I know Ben's got a great testimonial from one of our clients who did just that. So Ben, why don't you share what happened to Sally? So this is a testimonial from Sally, who is who's age 51 when she was working with us. And she said, before I started, I felt like a frumpy working mom, uh, working too many hours, not sleeping enough and making bad food choices. Adjusting to new role as children ending their teenage years and moving off to university and I needed to make a change. I wanted to feel confident, energized and attractive again. I tried Weight Watchers, Slimming World and a local training program that ended abruptly when the company went bust. Trinity has helped me change my eating habits for good. Consistently, I consistently opt for healthy choices and don't feel like I'm missing out. I've lost 16 and a half pounds in weight and six centimeters off my waist in 16 weeks. I've had quite a few wobbles, but support from coaching has been fantastic and I've learned not to be too hard on myself. So as you can tell, look, amazing results there from Sally. She's 51, going through you know menopause and changes as well, her sleep is all over the place. She was overworking, doing all the stuff we talked about today. But we worked on improving all of that as a whole through improving the lifestyle like we talked about today. All those lifestyle factors bit by bit gradually and she was able to lose 16 and a half pounds in 16 weeks so over a stone and six centimeters of her waist, even in her fifties with a busy high pressure job. So this is the exact kind of thing we do with all our clients and they're all in those type of busy, high pressure jobs. We're still able to achieve those changes and get the energy levels back and shift the weight. So if you do want to achieve that kind of thing, Ben, where can people go to find out more about the program that Sally did? So if you want to find out more, just head over to www fit40info.com you can get all of the details on that page amazing so that just about wraps up today's episode of the trinity fit over 40 podcast thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week for another one we will see you then so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all so thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the trinity podcast